Hey, welcome back to Stuff I Want to Say Out Loud. Mahoney here. I have a guest today. My first guest podcast. I got Jake here with me. Hey, Jake. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good to hear. Um, with the Super Bowl coming up this weekend, we decided we were going to have a little chat about what we think is going to happen, the teams that are playing, just kind of our feelings because, you know, we want to say it out loud and we'd kind of like to have people hear what we want to say. So we only have a 30-minute limit on this, so hopefully we can get her done in 30 minutes, but we'll see how it happens. All right, game, Super Bowl. The Bucks playing the Chiefs. Immediate thoughts? What pops to your head? Well, I mean, you got the old goat versus the young buck. Uh, True. I, I mean, I, I watched a little bit of ESPN every once in a while, and you know they got Stephen A. Smith on there, and he's always a loud mouth. And True. Their discussion, <laughs> their discussion was, um, in a clutch moment, who would you take? Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, and uh, uh, Stephen A. He goes with he goes with Brady, which kind of kind of surprised me, but also same time not his his big thing is calling people out on who they got around him, and so he thinks maybe that with uh, Mahomes having Tyreek Hill and uh, Kelsey around him, that really makes him look a lot better. Whereas he thinks if Deshaun Watson had those same guys, he'd be just as good as Mahomes. There's probably some truth to that. There, yeah, I'd agree. And uh, so I guess, well, one of my first questions, who, who would you take in a clutch moment? Honestly, the way that it, it is now, I think Brady's just done it more times. And I've seen him his whole career. You know, I'm old enough to have remembered from when he started. And just watching some of the things he did with players that, like you said, were maybe not A-list players. Well, now he's got those A-list players. And I just think if they can keep him standing up, they're going to be hard to beat. That's what that was another big thing. If uh, if they can keep Brady protected, they're gonna they're gonna you know be really good. They're not gonna slow down. I think I, another big thing is is like uh, Patrick Mahomes is missing his both left tackles. His starting left tackles are out. The they lost the uh, left tackle last week to Achilles injury, and uh, yeah, with the well, I mean the Buccaneers have one of the best linebacker cores in the whole league, so. With those guys, I think they're going to be tough to stop. I think you're going to see lots of pressures dialed up from the Bucks. Um, things that, you know, I, Brady will have seen before, but will his linemen have all seen it before? And, you know, he can only do so much pre-snap. But it's just really intriguing. It's one of those games where I'm glad I don't really have a, a dog in the fight, so to speak, because I, I can just watch it for the enjoyment of watching the game and watching the adjustments and seeing what they think. You know, those first series, that's what they really think is going to work. So you, what are they going to do? Pay attention to the first two series with both teams on offense. Yeah, the first series are huge. I mean, I'm a Broncos fan, and I can attest to the, oh, what was it, 2013 when we played the Seahawks, <laughs> and the first series he snaps the ball over his head, and you just want to go, Ugh. Yeah, that didn't, that you didn't just start well. basically threw the towel already because the whole momentum shift was right to the Seahawks, and they just ran with it. Yeah. And I think – well, if you, in the last game with the Saints – or not the Saints, it was um, with the Packers. Brady played amazing in the first half. Then he throws three interceptions in the second half, and the defense held on and kept them alive and won the game for him pretty much. You know, they, they always say defense wins championships, and if you had to pick between the two, I, overall the Bucks are – in my opinion, they're just better on defense. Mm -hmm. But the secondary for the Chiefs is pretty tough. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's, where, that's where Brady makes his hay. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just so many inside the story stories going here 
um, that you can, this, it's going to be interesting, especially if you're a football person. You know, if I was watching it, like my wife doesn't, she's not into sports at all. She'd probably know Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. And then that would be the end of her interest. But if you really watch the game and understand what's happening in the game, it's going to be really fun to watch because there's going to be things going on that are happening kind of behind the scenes. So that a guy I read, Pat Kerwin wrote a book called keep your eye off the ball. That's how to understand football. And I have a copy of it and it's true. I mean, if you really want to know what's happening, you don't watch the ball. You watch other things where you're seeing what's going on. So that's what, uh, Scotty Miller for the uh, Bucks was talking on social media about how he said, I might not be able to beat uh, Tyree Kill off the ball, but I think I could beat him in a race long distance rise because uh, Scotty ran a 4-3-9. Neither one of them were at the uh, combine, but at their pro days, they, he ran a 4-3-9 and Tyreek ran a uh, 4-2-9. So they're very close. And if if the Bucks, uh defense has any trouble, it's probably going to be with Tyreek. Yeah. Because I don't know how you guard him. Mm. I mean, it's safety I, over the top's about the only way. I, I'd love to. I'd love to see him in person in a game. I'd love to be on the sidelines during any game because the speed's so much faster and mm -hmm. it's just incredible. Going from you know, I've been on the sidelines in junior high, in high school, and in Division One college. Just happened to get on the sidelines one game, and that was huge. But I can't imagine what it's like in the pro because everybody's fast and everybody's strong, and. And then Tyreek is like this, you know, well, he's a cheetah, as well, yeah. you know, you, you just can't, I don't think you can picture how fast he is until you actually see him. Mm, yeah. You watch, he gets in the open and you watch guys try to tackle him, but they're afraid to make a move on him. So they're just trying to kind of contain him and shuffle him to the sidelines. But you're right. Safety over the top is what they're going to have to do. And Kansas City runs those crossing routes like crazy and. You know, oh, well, and then you have Travis Kelsey. And Hardman. The yeah. three. They're, well, they're, that's what. What was it? They were playing the Bills, and Hardman drops that uh, punt, yep, yep. and everyone's like, "Wow, the Bills really got control of this game." He comes back and scores two touchdowns for them. Yeah, they're, they're pretty water. good. They're pretty good. So, what's your pick? If you had to pick, I don't know if you want to tell me because you know you got to put it on the board. Up here. Yeah, we we have a little bet going, so we we better hold off on that because we're not sure, and I don't want to tell you my pick either. I guess so. We'll just hold off. We'll get a topic too. So there's some there's some big rumblings going along in the league right now. You got a pretty big trade that happened. Uh, you got Stafford from the Lions going to the Rams, and you got Goff going the other way. And I don't know. Been hearing lots about that. I don't know that the Rams essentially have no first round picks for the next couple of years, which doesn't surprise me. They've been a very limited first round pick team. Yeah, the last first round pick they had was Jared Goff. Yeah, and I don't know. That goes back to the, you know, like you talked about Brady and who he has around him. You know, is Goff, was he better when he had better players around him or was it's always the chicken and the egg? Who is it? Who the, is the system? Yeah. Is it, the, is it the quarterback that makes the other players better or is the other players make the quarterback? Mm -hmm. in, in Brady's case, I think the quarterback makes the players better. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Edelman. Edelman was nobody. Yeah. Brady Brady was there and well, Belichick too. You got to give some credit to Belichick. Yeah. They they made a bunch of guys famous. Yep. You go back to Wes Welker even. I mean, before your time, there was guys that you'd never heard of before who became A-list players that everybody wanted on their fantasy team. Well, and Rex Burkhead, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he comes from Nebraska, and people were like, yeah, he's awesome. They went to the Lions. No, it didn't really – or no, Bengals. He was Bengals, at the Bengals. Yeah. 
and really didn't do a whole lot. He gets on the Patriots, and he becomes one of their second second guys. Uh, I don't know, you know, third third down guy. We knew he was good from watching him at Nebraska. But <laughs> yeah. Nebraska players don't always translate well into the pros. It's system. You got to be in the right system. And I don't know. He was a good player. Look but, at Sue. This is going to be his second Super Bowl. This time he's playing with Brady. Yeah. Not playing against him. That's funny, too. Because when, when Bo Pelini came his first year, he didn't even know if Sue was going to make the team. <laughs> and then he ended up being amazing. Yeah. That guy is huge. Should have won the Heisman. I've seen him in person. And I got Sue stories that. One Sue story that just makes me laugh every time I hear it. So, well, back to the trade. Uh, yeah. I guess the Rams they tried to get Rodgers. That was their first guy. It was they were trying to get him, and the Packers didn't want to give him up for whatever they offered. I don't know. I'm assuming they probably offered him the same thing. And uh, I guess after they got Stafford, within like the first couple days of it, they uh, Stafford and um, McVay and their uh, their wives were eating in Mexico. <laughs> There think, was a there was a joke that McVeigh would have gone for it on fourth down if they would have got Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, probably true. Probably true. I, you know, being a, a Vikings fan, I've watched Stafford play many games because they play the Vikings twice a year. And uh, his the knock on him has always been he's a, a stat. You know, he gets the garbage time stats. But the guy can throw the ball. I, some of the throws I've seen him make against the Vikings are just ridiculous. And he's never had – really great tools to work with. Last guy he had was Calvin Johnson. Yeah, and that was that was quite a while ago. Um, so I'm anxious to see what he does in a different system. And um, he's, you know, he's got the advantage that he can read defenses and he knows what's happening. And uh, we'll just see. I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I, I don't see, unless something changed dramatically, I don't see Goff having a great time out with, the, with the Lions. I just – But Lions, I mean – the Lions benefited so much from all those picks and True. Goff. They could turn around and trade those guys and those picks back for something else. I mean, I mean, especially if they wanted to trade up in the draft again after their first pick that they get. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that and how they come around. Because the, uh, the the Lions have always been the Lions. You know, they're just kind of riding the wave and 500, a little worse, and then they'll have a couple good years. And then it's back to the same. They're just never really getting over the hump. And I mean, did you see the uh, Lions' new head coach they got? Did you see the interview with him? Uh-uh. Um, I can't remember his name, but they got him. And he his interview was, I'm going to turn the Lions around, and we're going to be some dogs that fight, and we fight. We're going to get knocked down. When we come back up, we're going to tear a kneecap off. And if we get knocked down again, we're going to tear your other kneecap off. <laughs> it was just a really funny interview. We get to look forward to that twice for the Vikings. That's always fun. Yeah. Oh, well. So – I don't know. I, I think I guess some in that. I think the I think the Rams got the better end of that trade. The um, short term better end. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. I think immediately you're going to see a change in the Rams. And you're totally right. The picks are going to and what they do with those picks are going to make a huge difference between what happens with the Lions. I just don't know how that's going to how it's going to play out really. So I'm trying to yeah. The Detroit Lions have the one two three four five six. They have the seventh overall pick in this year's draft. From just what they already had. From just being bad. Yeah, from just being bad. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see here. They get... Well, I don't see it here. I was trying to see what they picked they got from... Oh, what the trade? Yeah, from the Rams for this year. So who's some teams, you know, 
for a long time, especially at the NFC South, teams would go from worst to first. Almost every year they'd have a rotation around. Mm-hmm. So let's let's project in the next year, 2021-22 season, some teams that you think are going to be um, – some surprise team, maybe. I mean, don't don't tell me that you think the Chiefs are going to be good because, I mean, everybody knows the Chiefs are going to be good. Who's somebody you throw into that? I don't know. They may surprise somebody grouping. I This is going to be a big I think the Washington football team is a surprise team. I think uh, what they showed in the playoffs against Tom Brady with Heineke, and I feel bad for Heineke because the Washington football team went after Stafford. A little yeah, bit. I saw that too. That was kind of a ouch, but I think if they stick with him, they might turn it around. I mean, last year they got um, well, they had the number one overall pick, didn't they? And they got uh, a guy from Ohio State, Ohio State, Chase Young. Chase Young, yeah, and he was really good. Uh, of course, he battled with a little bit of injury there at the end of the season. Their defense is good. Yeah, Their yeah, they got a solid really defense. Mm-hmm. I would not. I, I'm kind of with you on them. I think Ron Rivera is a good coach. I think the players are buying into him. I well, know. he just beat cancer. Yeah, that's and, a big thing. And I think there's just a they have a lot going for them. Give them an off season, you know. And I think that's a big deal. It was for the, all the teams. They didn't get an off season. They didn't get any preseason. They didn't have any practices. That that just made it tough. Mm-hmm. I I got a big surprise. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out the the Vikings. I think they got a chance next year. Hey, there's some of our. Fans. Hi, fans. Fans are welcome. Um, and that's not just because I'm a Vikings fan. I, I think this is a hot seat year for Zimmer. Um, I think that this they better get it done, or I think we're going to be parting ways with them. And I just, I don't know. When I say better, I mean, I think they're going to compete for the division. I don't see them as a Super Bowl team. I don't see them as a conference championship team. I just think they're going to be a little bit better. You know, that's the homer in me, though, too. I got to be a little bit. I mean, if we're talking Broncos, I think we got to talk Broncos. They've, I mean, they've got a, they've got a rough go. But I wasn't real big on the coach that we hired a couple. What was it, two years ago when we Vic hired you? Yeah, Vic Vangio. I mean, I always felt we got a bad end of it. Our coaches that we had that were good, they all retired themselves pretty much. <laughs> we had a, uh, and then of course with a new GM from the Vikings. Uh, they just won't be any good. <laughs> yeah, they might not. I don't know. Uh, he's been there for what eleven years or something like that. Yeah. And look at how they've gone. Um, I didn't even know who he was. To be honest <laughs> with you, um, I know their main GM, the Spielman guy. I know who that is. The Vikings just, and I follow them on Twitter, and they uh, they hired a new special teams coach who they promoted from within. Man, the players were all over like. You don't just see that all the time. They're they're, they're posting great choice, the obvious choice. So I'm kind of encouraged with that. Hopefully your Broncos can find that too. But yeah, I mean they got a problem with the quarterback spot, which they is do have a problem which most teams that's what it is. Everyone wants to find their quarterback before they find the other pieces. I feel like the Broncos have a lot of good young wide receivers and people that they've drafted. The line's getting stronger. Um, Garrett Bowles from yeah. two or three years ago that we drafted. He's a – I'd say he's – if he was get traded away, he'd be someone's top pick for a lineman. They're just they're just in that bad luck right now being in a tough division because – Well, yeah, you got the Chiefs you, you, knocking you, on your back door. and Chiefs for sure. The, the Chargers got just – yeah. The Chargers are getting better. Justin Herbert's an up-and-coming quarterback. I mean, yeah. if you had to pick a rookie quarterback to start a year – start the season with next year, 
Justin Herbert's at the top of your list. Yeah, I'd take him. I'd take him right now. They could have Cousins. I'd take him right now. Sorry, Kirk, if you're listening to this, because <laughs> I'm sure this will be on your list of things to listen to. Yeah. Um, but I like the Vikings. They're young, and if they just can – they were so – they were totally beat up on defense. People forget that, and they were really young in the secondary, and they had no preseason. So Zimmer was coaching on the fly, and that's tough to do when you're in a division that likes to throw the ball like Aaron Rodgers and yeah. and the Packers. I mean the, the, Bears the Bears are knocking on your door. The Bears are knocking on our door. So they're getting better every year. That's funny. Some teams get better, and then there's the Vikings. But <laughs> we do what we can, and you got to stand with those Vikings. They're great. So, well, we started talking about Super Bowl. We've kind of been around the around the league now, and um, what I'm thinking, I wouldn't mind doing is having another one of these after the Super Bowl, and kind of talk about what happened and what we think, and and uh, let people know about our great NFL prowess and procrastinating. I'm an I'm an NFL fan. Have been for Huge, long time, 50 years probably. Uh, I got a couple years on him, but 17 years in running. <laughs> 17 years in running. He was a he was an NFL fan at birth, so that works. <laughs> so I think we're gonna wrap it at there. Unless you got any closing. Well, I mean, uh, what do you think? What's that gonna happen to Deshaun Watson? Oh, I forgot about Deshaun. I've heard a lot of stories that people think he won't go anywhere. Not that he doesn't want to go somewhere. That they're not gonna let him go anywhere. I mean, they hired the worst. They hired the worst passing coordinator in the league i just don't i don't know i think it's like he's he shot up a missile that said hey notice me and either fix it or get me out of here and they didn't fix it and they didn't fix it and when bill o'brien was there yeah they traded away everybody that was any good oh yeah they got rid of d hopkins yeah look the cardinals almost made the playoffs yeah with him yeah he was amazing well kyler murray he's he was okay he's gotten a lot better than i thought he was going to be When he first got in the league, I didn't think he was going to be very good. Yeah. I think teams are kind of figuring him out, though. That if you keep him, well, like any quarterback like that, if you can keep him in the pocket, of course, you're going to have a chance. Well, he runs like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know what's going to have to watch him because, you know, if they. Does I'd he want money him. or does he want pl- teammates? Well, Stafford wanted warmth. <laughs> that was the yeah, that was the thing. He wanted to go somewhere where it was warm. Well, he ended up warm and he got some pretty good teammates. Yeah. I just don't know how you solve Watson's problem without. I I mean he's he's already paid quite a bit. Yeah. I think a, the big chunk of it was is he he wants teammates. He wants people that he can win with. And the Texans have never really been a winning program. I mean, well, two years ago they were in the playoffs. Yeah. They were they were what one step or two steps away from being in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And well, they had the Chiefs. They had the Chiefs by there was it. Yep. Twenty four to three or something like that. Was that last year? Yeah, I think that was yeah, last year. Because that was, yeah, I think you're right. Now they had him like 24 to 3, and then the Chiefs just ran so over. I, I just don't know what you can do with him short term. Because he's. Well, they can't draft anything, I don't think. No, you're going to have to go free agency, and then you got cap issues. And I don't know. It's going to be funny to watch, fun to watch that play out because it's like I said, I don't know what he wants from them. Everybody wants to be good, but unfortunately, only one team gets what they want. I'd love game. him at the Broncos, and I think he—I think he would be good at the Broncos. They've got uh, Jerry Judy. Um, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's well. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a great year this year, but you got to look at who's throwing the ball to him. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, oh, we got the kid out of uh, SMU last year. I can't remember his name for the life of me. And then last year, along with Jerry Judy, we got the. Uh, was like the second fastest guy in the combine from Penn State. Oh yeah. Um, 
But, yeah, I think we've got a lot of young guys. Philip Lindsay's a really good running back. Stays healthy. Yeah, well, that's a problem. He's going to beat up a lot. So, He'd yeah. He'd be an interesting fit there. He'd be – you know, I've heard Patriots. I've heard – I have heard that. Um, Really, that's about the only one. I. Well, the Jets were obviously wanting him. Oh, that's true. And then, well, what about the big hire in Urban Meyer to the Jaguars? Well, how's that going to work? I don't know. Well, that's what that's what they've got the number one pick. Everyone thinks well, they're going to go with um, they're going to go with Clemson. Clemson guy. guy. Gosh, why can't I remember these names? I don't know because it's uh, hard when you really want it. Yeah. They can't. They can't. Trevor Lawrence. They, yeah, that's him. And everyone's like, well, the first pick's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Well, the Ohio State guys, Justin Fields and. Um, well, I think Urban Meyer was there when they were recruiting him, so he might be the guy that they go with. I he'd probably fit into what Urban Meyer wants to run. I think they would run him out of town if they didn't pick Trevor Lawrence. Probably. I really think I totally hear you, but but it's gonna it's as much as people say it's not the coach's pick, it's the coach's pick it, a lot of the yeah, time. In this case, it is because you know he he wants the players that he wants. hired. You know that there was a conversation where he said, "Listen, this is what we're gonna do if you want me to come here," mm-hmm. and. I, he's won in be Florida before. He has won in Florida <laughs> before. He's won pretty much everywhere before. Utah, Bowling Green, I think, is where he started, and then Utah, and then Florida, and then Ohio He State. won with Tim Tebow, the Broncos guy. How, how would you feel to be Tebow? You go to the you go to the playoffs, and you win a playoff game, and then they cut you for Peyton Manning, which yep. how can you pass up on Peyton Manning? Yeah, that was a, that was a good choice by the Broncos. But still, I mean, you feel like, Maybe you could hold on to Tim Tebow as a backup. <laughs> Definitely a different style there. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's got Peyton Manning, the statue, and Tim Tebow, the fullback. So, yeah. That is weird. Well, and then Brock Osweiler. Yeah, he was at the Texans for a while. Yeah. Paid him a lot of money just to lose. <laughs> yep. To be 6'8 and stand in the pocket and throw interceptions. And poor, poor Brock Osweiler. Goes all season for the Broncos to, get, to save. Peyton Manning gets hurt. He comes in and saves the season as a backup quarterback. Then the uh, Peyton Manning gets healthy for the Super Bowl and they put him back in and win. <laughs> but what do you do? Yeah, you're you're playing Peyton Manning. That's the game. Play. That just ain't gonna change. Yeah, there's just no way around it. Well, those are all great topics, and then we can have more information about those later because we're bumping up against our time here. So, um, if you listen to this and you like it, follow us, share it. We're on all your podcast sources, and uh, this is just some of the stuff that I want to say out loud and have other people hear. See you next time.